You're listening to Comedy Central. Joe Biden, former vice president and Barack Obama's token white friend. (laughs) Joe Biden, like most old people, wasn't always old. In fact, when he started his political career, he was the fresh face. Biden's Senate career began with him as the fifth youngest senator ever elected at 29. In 1972, he served in the Senate for three decades. Biden's early years in the Senate saw seismic political change. The end of the Vietnam War. The impeachment of Richard Nixon. Biden never moved to Washington, choosing instead to commute home by train each night. He has a nickname of Amtrak Joe. I take this train, literally, I've taken it over 7,400 times since I've gotten to the Senate. But people don't just love Joe Biden because he's a down-to-earth, everyday man. No. People love him because he's an adorable goofball. In fact, the only thing that spends more time in Biden's mouth than those perfect teeth is his own foot. His biggest possible weakness, his reputation for verbal gaffes. As Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. To fully, am I, I'm not joking. His mom, uh, Lived in, uh, in Long Island for 10 years or so. Uh, God rest her soul. And uh, um, although she's, wait, your mom's still, your mom's still alive with your dog pal. God bless her soul. He said this to a politician in a wheelchair. Stand up, Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up though, pal. Thank you very, very much. I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. That's right. Let's show, let's show Chuck what he's missing. Everyone else stand up. Let's rub it in. This guy's got no hands. How about a round of applause? Come on. Come on. You know, you know what? In a weird way, I feel like these gaffes are what made Biden the perfect balance to President Obama, you know? Cause uh, Obama uh, measured uh, every word. Like uh, you, you could feel uh, him thinking uh, as he was uh, talking. But when Biden talks, his brain just clicks, I'm feeling lucky, and the first result comes out of his mouth. <laughs> That's it. Now, Biden didn't just spend 50 years in Washington going viral. The man has also had some major accomplishments. Biden would enter the race as a foreign policy heavyweight. In the Senate, he chaired the Foreign Relations Committee. 26 years ago, a then-Senator Biden wrote the Violence Against Women Act. He was a key player on guns in the, in the 90s with the Brady Bill and the assault weapons ban. Biden forced the president's hand on the gay marriage issue, endorsing same-sex unions before the president's planned announcement. Biden's been involved in issues that matter to Democrats. Gun control, women's rights, gay marriage. He was even one of the first to support trans rights, although he probably thought he was supporting trains, but that's still very impressive. <laughs> but anyone who's been around that long is also gonna have some baggage. And Biden, oh man, he's got enough baggage to fill a whole Amtrak car. Biden is already explaining a decades-long record, including his role in passing the now-controversial 1994 crime bill, his vote for the Iraq War, skepticism of Anita Hill, and past comments on busing to desegregate schools. Ooh, okay. So on the downside, Joe Biden got a lot of things wrong back in the day. But on the upside, he managed to grow his hair back. (laughs) Look at that, huh? This guy has the Benjamin Button of scalps. (laughs) Now, despite some problematic positions in his past, 
Many are saying that Democrats are still likely to vote for Joe Biden, partly because of how progressive he's become and partly because of how good he is at getting under Trump's skin. The press always asks me, don't I wish I were debating him? No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. That's what I wish. Did you see where Biden wants to take me to the back of the barn? Me. He wants it. I'd love that. I'd love that. Mr. Tough Guy. If we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. That would not last long. Go like this. He's down. And he'll never get up. He'll never get up. Old man fight! Old man fight! Old man fight! This would be hilarious. So, will Joe Biden be the Democrat who gets to take on Trump? Well, we'll have to wait and see. But I'll be honest, part of me hopes that it does happen, just so that we get to watch the most entertaining debates of all time. Sleepy Joe Biden. Mr. President. Speak softly and carry a big stick. Go like this. He's down and he'll never get up. Joe Biden has come out for a very large federal gun buyback program and an assault weapons ban. To gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're gonna come for my guns. Bingo, you're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Damn, Joe Biden. Whoa. That's a bold statement. Normally, Democrats, when they ask the question, they're like, oh, it's not a ban, and we're not gonna come for the guns, and we're not gonna ban them. But Biden's like, bingo, I'll see your ass at midnight. <laughs> Joe Biden has surged to a huge lead in the Democratic Party. And in second place is Bernie Sanders, combined age, 642. <laughs> it almost seems like they pulled that move senior citizens do where they just cut to the front of the line and everyone's too polite to say anything. You know, it's like, let him cut, it might be his last meal ever. Let him go, let him go. But I do find it interesting that Biden has especially strong support among black women. Help me understand, why are so many black women leading toward Joe Biden? Listen, don't get me wrong. Younger black women will probably go with Elizabeth Warren. But for older black women, they're gonna go with Biden. Because if Biden becomes president, then Obama is back in the White House. <laughs> oh. Wait, but that, that's not true. Obama can't be president again. Who said anything about president? If Joe Biden wins, he's gonna invite Obama over for dinner. And where's dinner? The White House. Boom! <laughs> Obama's back in the White House. I mean, it's sneaky, but it's all we got. Okay, fine. So maybe that explains black women's support. But what's interesting to me, Dulce, is that Democrats overall seem to be going with Biden, which, which is strange, like, considering how diverse and fresh most of the other candidates are. Of course, yeah. This, this is just a simple case of familiar dick. <laughs> familiar dick? Yeah. See, listen, y'all know what I'm talking about, okay? There's that one dude you've been hooking up with for years, right? And sometimes you try someone different, but you always go back to him. That's familiar dick. <laughs> Y'all get it? 
listen, you know how well it does, what it does. I mean, sure, he's 37 and sells drugs on a child's bike. <laughs> but it's the dick you know. Okay, so if I understand what you're saying, you're saying Joe Biden's politics is the familiar penis that the Democrats wish to return to. Now you're getting it, dimple dick. Ha! The second night of the Democratic debates ended just moments ago. I don't know if it was Swalwell or if the sharks could just smell blood in the water. All I know is Biden had a target on his back. I was six years old when a presidential candidate came to the California Democratic Convention and said, it's time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans. That candidate was then Senator Joe Biden. Joe Biden was right when he said it was time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans 32 years ago. He's still right today. If we're gonna solve the issues of automation, pass the torch. If we're gonna solve the issues of climate chaos, pass the torch. If we're gonna solve the issue of student loan debt, pass the torch. If we're gonna end gun violence for families who are fearful of sending their kids to school, pass the torch. Vice President, would you like to sing a torch song? I would. <laughs> I'm still holding on to that torch. That's right, Biden is not letting go of that torch. Even though that torch is really uncomfortable and told Biden that it does not like the way that he's holding on to it, he's holding on to that torch. Next up came immigration, right? The candidates told the audience how they planned to undo the policies enacted by Trump. Uh, no more kids in cages, increase legal immigration, uh, give everyone free ladders to climb over the wall. But when it came to Joe Biden, the moderator was more interested in hearing his opinions on President Obama's policies. You serve as vice president in an administration that deported three million people, the most ever in US history. Are, are you prepared to say tonight that you and President Obama made a mistake about deportations? Why should Latinos trust you? This is the president who came along with the DACA program. No one had ever done that before. This is the president who sent a le legislation to the desk saying he wants to find a pathway for the 11 million undocumented in the United States of America. Yeah, but you, you didn't answer the question. Well, the question I, I did did you make the question. A, no, did you make a mistake with those deportations? The president did the best thing that was able to be done at the time. How about time. you? I'm the vice president of the United States. Oh, that was not a good look for Biden because this always happens, right? When Obama's being praised, Biden jumps into the picture with him. But then when Obama's being criticized, Biden's like, look, man, I was the vice president. I didn't do shit. Vice president doesn't do shit. <laughs> Donald Trump has become uh, good friends with Mexico and uh, he's BFF with Lil' Kim. But there's one feud the president is not willing to end. And it's with America's greatest enemy, Sleepy Joe. Well, I heard Biden, uh, who's a loser. I mean, look, Joe never got more than 1% except Obama took him off the trash heap, and now it looks like he's failing. He looks different than he used to. He acts different than he used to. He's even slower than he used to be. I'd rather run against, I think, Biden than anybody. Uh, I think he's the weakest mentally. And I like running against people that are weak mentally. I think Joe is the weakest up here. Really, Donald? <laughs> you want to compete with a mentally weak loser? Well, then maybe you should hold a debate with a mirror. Now, it's no coincidence that uh, Trump is going after the former VP, right? Ever since the polls came out showing Biden beating Trump all over the country, Trump has aimed all of his attacks directly at his number one threat. 
And Joe Biden is loving it because it's setting him up as the presumptive nominee, which is why yesterday in Iowa, he delivered a 40-minute speech that was all about Trump. I don't think the president really gets the, uh, gets the basics. Uh, he thinks these tariffs are being paid by China, just like he thinks Mexico is building a wall. Um, he thinks windmills cause cancer. Now look, you think I'm making this up, I know. Quote, I have complete power. No, you don't, Donald Trump. Or only I can fix it. Fix yourself first, Donald Trump. Oh, okay, that was, that was weird. I feel like Joe Biden turned black by the end of that speech. <laughs> only I can fix it. No, fix yourself, Donald Trump. Mike Pence, you better come get your man. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I don't know if this was an effective campaign speech that would convince a swing voter. What I do know is Joe Biden just got a brand new stand-up special deal on HBO. I don't think the president really gets the, uh, gets the basics. Uh, he thinks these tariffs are being paid by China, just like he thinks Mexico is building a wall. Um, what is President Trump? He denies his climate change. What did he tell Pierce Morgan in an interview recently? He said, well, weather goes both ways. He thinks windmills cause cancer. Now look, you think I'm making this up, I know. He said those California fires, what they gotta do is rake their leaves. I'm not joking, I'm not making this up. Let's talk about what is looming over the Biden household right now, and that is the campaign. This is your third time. You know how hard it is. You know how taxing it is. You know how invasive it is. You know how um, vitriolic it is going to be. Are you, are you guys ready for what's about to happen to your lives? Well, you know, the last two years, people have been coming up to me in the supermarket, in airports, wherever I go, and saying, your husband has to run, your husband has to run. And we, we weren't going to run, but then we kept hearing this, you know, this sort of rhythm, this role. And, uh, and so we started to think about it. And then we called our, well, we called our family together. We spoke to our children. We got our grandchildren all together. And we said, what do you think? Do you think Pop should run for president? And to a grandchild, they said, Pop has to run. He has to change the direction and bring people together and stop all this vitriol in this country. Thank you. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.